Mason. I'm Tana Kimmerling. And you're listening to the Nostalgia Book Club, where we reread our childhood favorites with glee, cocktails, and a little bit of side-eye. This is our premiere recording today here, and uh, cheers. Cheers. want to set the scene. What's going on here? This all started, what, in October? I think so. We yeah. drank about five bottles no. of wine. Sorry, it was September. Okay, sorry. I, I had just gotten my hair straightened, that's all I know. <laughs> that's true, we were Pretty waiting sure it was September you. 23rd, yeah. to be exact. Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Um, but what happened was that we drank about five bottles of wine, we were talking about books, and I kind of said I had these books that I read as kids that I've never been able to talk to with anybody else because nobody else read them. Mm-hmm. We all agreed. Everybody has that book, apparently. Yeah. And we started talking about, like, oh, my God, did you read this? Oh, my God, did you read this? And then Megan says her book. (laughs) Did anybody read Raptor Red? And we were like, (laughs) what? It's about raptors. (laughs) (laughs) They were sisters. We've we've read it now. (laughs) (laughs) So we decided to, we all, that night, I think, Mm -hmm. drunkenly ordered on Amazon three copies of our favorite book and then we brought them to our initial no wait oh we gave them to each other the night that we watched selena we have a really cool life (laughs) we do we really and so then we each gave each other our copy of our favorite book we all read all three books and then so then we had really great first meeting 21 we all got martinis megan got a martini with a cherry in it i recommend it it's our it's our club signature cocktail now okay so let's get into it so uh each podcast we're going to talk about one book possibly three books we're still figuring this out and we have a couple questions for each one so maybe we can all just let's all just quickly give us a short synopsis of the book we chose Basically, what was your memory of it before we read it? And a brief yes. synopsis. Yeah. So, Megan, you're going to go first. We're going to all go first because we're going to talk about my book last. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was called, or it is called, Jacob Have I Loved by uh, Catherine Patterson. Patterson? Patterson. My initial memory of this book was two sisters, one beautiful, one useful. <laughs> um, which isn't untrue. That holds up. But it's about uh, twin sisters who live on a small crab island, and one, it's told from the perspective of one who is just uh, very jealous, and she has a lot of growing up to do. Mm-hmm. Sure does. Sure does. All right, fine. Somebody else talk about their book. But wait, do you want to talk about, like, what, like, do you, like, did you read it for school? Did you just pick it up at the library? I think I read it for school. I think it was assigned. Like, I don't remember why I read it. Right. Um... It just stuck with me. Mm-hmm. And we can get into that. Yeah. We'll because that, that was, I have some, we all have sisters. We all have we sisters. We all have sisters. We do. That's something we all have in common. Yes. Okay. Mine is called The Last Silk Dress. It is by Anne Rinaldi. It is a Civil War. Okay. I remember it as like a Civil War teen romance, um, which oh. is kind of funny because it's, we'll get into it, but. That's what I would... It's kind of a Civil War coming of age. Let's call it that. Um, mm-hmm. Anne Rinaldi wrote a bunch of books that I read actually for school. I had a really awesome teacher named Miss um, Hohenfeld. And we read this book called... I'm going to forget. But there's she, she's written a lot of books that like are really good that you would read in school. I, I read it on my own time. Both my sisters read it and we were all obsessed with it. And it's kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was a side eye. It was at least <laughs> problematic. I wouldn't Shockingly. say that. Oh. <laughs> the last silk dress out of the three of these? 
So my book, my selection was Caddy Woodlawn by Carolyn Ryrie Brink. What I remember about this book is that it's about a, a young pioneer girl in Wisconsin. <laughs> and she is a tomboy. She doesn't want to sit down and, you know, be girly like girls are supposed to be. She reminded me a lot of Kirsten, the American Girl doll, yes. who I had and loved. So I think that made a, a huge impression on me. And I read it in fourth grade in Nebraska with Miss um, Genrich, St. Paul's Lutheran um, School. <laughs> well, I do think it's interesting because I feel like we all kind of chose like American Girl doll books for this round. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> we really did. They all have to do with war. Yes. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. It does. Yes, it does. War yeah. Her. Okay. Yeah. So this is like the American Girl doll. <laughs> We're s- All right. Mary, so, no, let, okay. Let's start with let's your book. Let's start with Caddy. Okay. Because okay. I do think it was probably the youngest, right? Yes. This is. You said you brought your copy. Yes. You yes. read it in third grade. I read grade. it in fourth grade. Fourth awesome. grade. In fourth grade in Nebraska, you learn about Nebraska history. And mm-hmm. um, it's such like, oh, I just hold these memories so dear like we went to a one-room schoolhouse mm-hmm. in Wymore Nebraska and we you know dressed like pioneer like people and did a spelling bee I won that spelling bee no no I won the spelling bee because I had to spell the word attic and the week before this other girl in my gymnastics class taught me how to spell attic by looking down at my non-existent breasts and saying A-T-T-I-C and that was the word I won on. Okay, we'll never forget out. it. Who was it? Brianna Knoflicek. I was going to say Brianna. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Bri. Hi, Bri. We love you. We do. Apparently you were the slutty one in fourth grade. She was older. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when I was reading this book, when I was like you know, getting into it this time, I have to say I didn't remember a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I specifically remember her visiting Native Americans and the dog because... Oh, my God, that dog. You know. so sad. Well, okay, wait. Can we just... The the elephant in the room, that the book, they're just called Indians. They're called like, Indians. Indian. And it's, it made no, wait, me actually... Here comes the side Okay, so, here, so this yeah. is our, our first kind of category um, yeah. for okay. the podcast. And the question is, in what ways is this book problematic? And for this one, it is just so apparent. It's, it's a real problem with um, the way that they discuss Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And I think that... Well, well, I feel let's like talk about this. Time. Okay, it was, this book was written in 1830, I'm sorry, 1934, yeah. which I did not realize when I started it. I thought this was written in like the 80s because I remember I read it in school. It was written in 1934, and I feel like the author is actually handling the Indians, which she calls them Indians, in a somewhat like kind way where she's like, they're actually yeah. The wood, good. Yeah, like the Woodlawn family who, okay, Carol Rye Brink, Ryrie, again, um, Caddy was her grandmother. She, Caddy was her grandmother, and right. she heard all of these stories and decided to write a a novel about, you know, her grandmother's experience. And the Woodlawn family, they were kind to the Native Americans. They everyone else in the area, you know, were they were savages. They were 
terrified of them. And this family was like, no, like, they're, they're nice. Just, like, be respectful of them and they'll be kind to you. So yeah, I think so that, that... That's a big theme in the novel. Yes. Which I think is... Yeah, which is great. The problem comes in when they talk about all the scalping. Oh. And oh. the scalping belt. Indian Joe's scalping belt. That did not bother me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Did... I mean, did, it's probably historically it's, I think it's probably in historically some, accurate. In some what, tribes. Yes. But. What bothered me, what is problematic for me, is the way she wrote um, Indian John's dialogue. Because it was just like, oh, goodness, like... There's that shame. Like, dog like you. Like, oh, God. (laughs) Miss Red Curly Hair. Yes, like, like uh, are you, like, like really, are you... I don't know. Is this hyperbole? Like, did he really say it like this? I don't know. It just made me uncomfortable when I was reading those parts. Real uncomfortable. (laughs) I, I can... Yeah. One thing I didn't have written down, but we can talk about, like, what parts, like, what parts did we... Like remember like about this book. I I mean oh actually I wrote down notes. Oh you guys are a lot more. Prepared. Oh you both like took notes during the thing and then I was well, like I'm gonna read all three books in one week. I have I to say though to, I just picked up this book and I just needed to write some stuff down. Also yeah. oh yes what yes! the fuck is that? Do you want to explain what I just pulled out of my book, Megan? Sarah just pulled out uh, some paper from Jesus Christ, 1994. Uh, Sarah brought out a <laughs> book report, a handwritten book report that she got a C on. C, oh. C means oh right, that's elementary. Yeah, it's from elementary. C yeah, means compl- completed. Com- Complement. No, no it, it it's was the best a- one. It's the best one. Not in Ohio. Uh, oh, it's the it best is the best one. one. <laughs> it's the best one. I don't know what it means, but I got to see which is the best one. And if you look at my paper, so maybe I should just read you it. You had such nice handwriting. Oh, I thank you. Oh. So I was home this Christmas and I cleaned out um, home at my mom's house. Um, I grew up in the same town as Tana, Nebraska. I was cleaning out my closet from childhood and found a journal from, or I don't know, a notebook. Megan. Sorry, I just find Megan it hard to believe that a C is the best thing because there's a lot of notes from the teacher. I had trouble with theirs, theirs, and, and, they, the, berries, I-E-S. But yeah, C is the best. Oh my god, okay. I was a good student. I was kind of a suck up. So, this was from my, I guess my fourth grade class with my favorite teacher, Mrs. Knispel. Hi, Mrs. Knispel. Anyway, I just opened it up and here it was. So, I... Tore it out. I'm going to read you some. March 16th, 1994. In my book, Caddy and her two brothers, Tom and Warren, go swimming. When they get dressed again, there is a dog, Nero. They found another dog that was an Indian's dog. They Then they talked to Indian John. They watched Indians make a boat made out of a hollow tree. On the way home, they picked berries. Caddy's brother put the berries in their pockets, and Caddy put hers in her dress. Okay, I'm going to correct myself. That was actually some sort of nut... I think that Caddy will have more fun adventures, and I think Mom will get mad at them because their clothes are full of berries. Wow. Yeah, you you got a C on reading comprehension. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, there's some, here we go, Uncle Edmund. Mm. Chapter four. Uncle Edmund says Caddy can go hunting with him. She got, so she goes and they decide to have a race across the lake. Caddy gets the, gets the raft and Uncle Edmund gets the boat. Uncle Edmund says that if Caddy wins, she gets a silver dollar. When they race, the raft starts coming apart. Caddy gets the money anyway. 
since her uncle cheated. Let's talk about this money for one sec. Also, the freaking uncle. The, the uncle. Worst. Talk about problematic things. Yeah. Yes. But he, he's just the drunk uncle who steals her dog. Yeah. I pictured him with glasses. I'm just gonna. I think it's the name Edmund. Interesting. But, uh, but I think I he didn't. had glasses. Just, maybe. Eh. I don't know. I picture him being like real, like whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, <laughs> like red in the face yes. and like portly. I don't know. Irish. <laughs> I'm Irish. <laughs> well, aren't they all, aren't the Woodlawns? They're oh, English. English. Aren't Irish people English? True. True. You know. You know, okay. Times. Knows. Comments. Okay, hold on. The oh, the, the silver dollar. Yeah. Mm. Let's talk about this. Mm. This is something that I do remember. Mm. Is From when you were a kid? From when I was a kid. When I was reading it, I was like, yes, then this happens. Then this happens. Uh, it's okay. when she gets the silver dollar and she, she, Hold on to it for a really long time. Yes. And I'm like, damn, Caddy, like, good on you. You're saving. You're sa- That's a lot of money back then. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of money. How much money do you think it was? I'd say 50 bucks. Yeah. No. Oh. 20 bucks. 20 bucks. I'm going to say 20 bucks. Mm. Ba- 20. Based on everything that she bought. Yeah. Like, probably 20 bucks. Yeah. Okay. So I remember them making friends with the Native American boys in her class, the, like, half... Oh, my God, the half-breeds. The half-breeds in their class. problematic. The half-breeds. But were they friends, or was she just aware of them? She was just aware of them at this point. And, like, I just remember, I'm like, oh, she's being so generous. And then their mother goes away because she is a Native American, and everyone in town or in the village or whatever it is is you know, terrified and they have this scare and she goes away and the little boys are like heartbroken mm. and Caddy. Well, they're heartbroken and disheveled and disheveled. Right. Yes. Like they don't brush their hair or like oh take God, care of themselves because yeah. And so Caddy takes her silver dollar and purchases them they, a like, comb. Go to the store, they, yeah. yeah. They go to the general store. Candy. They get a comb, candy, tops, like Red all these, yes. yes, like just all these things for them and nothing for herself. Mm. And it's just so selfless and sweet. And yeah. when the general store person was like, well, Caddy, you didn't get anything for yourself. She was like, yes, I did. But he'll never understand. Oh. And it's so sweet. And I want to relate it to one thing. Remember when Amy March in Little Women oh. gets the rag money for that month and she spends it on fucking limes. limes. Oh. Caddy is so much better than that piece of shit Amy March. I, I could well, not okay. agree more. I think one thing that will always keep us friends is how much we all hate Amy March. Although, I, okay, fun thing to admit in a book club, I've never read Little Women. I've only seen the movie. Okay. When did you see the movie? At oh, at Kana's my birthday, birthday. last, literally oh. about a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we watched Little, Little Women and Center Stage. Oh my God. We do sound like a really glamorous lives. You want to know what I did last night? Like, order Crab Rangoon and go to bed at 10 o'clock because I was so <laughs> hungover. So I ordered Chinese food and watched a documentary. So glamorous. <laughs> anyway, so. Oh, no, wait. Okay, the best part, my favorite part of this book was the mom and her turkeys. And she, yeah. Like, so the mom, Caddy's mom, is, oh, God, she's just, like, kind of the best because I just relate to her. And when you read these books as an adult, you start to relate to the moms, which is really funny. But she raised these turkeys, these, like, really nice turkeys. But I think it's this is during the Civil War, which is interesting because it's also yep. mm-hmm. a silk dress. But she takes them to the market, and the dad's like, times are tough. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a tough mm-hmm. ma. Yeah. Um, no one's going to buy those turkeys. Her She's like, yes, they are. And she goes to the market and nobody buys the turkeys. And she's just, or no, they offer her like too little money and she's just pissed. She's just so mad. She refuses to sell them no to one can anybody. Have my turkeys. So she brings them all home and they're like, turkey's like the biggest treat. Like it's like Thanksgiving, you get to eat turkey. And so for the rest of the year, they have to eat this dried turkey. <laughs> this is like so funny to me. <laughs> I don't know. I like the mom. I really like the mom in this I book. I like the mom too. Oh. Well, I mean, obviously you like the dad. Obviously both, you like, in all of the books, all of the, you yes. like the father the most. Yes. Out of the two. Which is actually, I feel like, an unfair theme yes. of every book yeah. ever yes. about a tomboy girl. Yeah. Period. Just well, it's like it's it's making young girls think. Oh, you've got to be more. You got to be more assertive. Like, like be like your dad. Like, I don't know. I think it was trying to get people out of the you know normal confines of. Well, again, this is written in nineteen thirty. But it ends up making the women look weak or yes, petty, petty, yeah, so petty, superficial. Mm -hmm. Question for you two: Were either of you tomboys when you were a little kid? I was, certainly. Really? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, Tana was. Okay. <laughs> um, I was, My like, bike a was a horse. Bit. I, like, Tana was really into animals. I feel like I went through, like, a sport, I call it, like, a sporty phase where I didn't want to wear, like, this was, like, in sixth grade, but I also kind of feel like this is what, how people wore at my school, but I wanted to wear, like, all, like, boys type clothes, like, umbro shorts. It was a big thing. Well, I mean, girl, that was the 90s. Yeah. You had to have your umbro in the 90s. Socks. That but that was Midwest nineties. I think I w- I don't think I was really a tomboy. I think I just did what my friends did, and yeah. I definitely was. I climbed trees. Yeah, I was about I to say cl- I, I was like a Caddy Woodlawn yeah. tomboy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did like I was obsessed with my dad because all I wanted to do was like climb trees, mm-hmm. go fishing, build birdhouses, yep. like. And that's what I did with my dad. Mm-hmm. I'd go to the go to the farm with him. I'd go to the cabin with him and fish, like. But my mom was actually it. always super like my mom. Yeah, it was right, like, definitely. My mom was the one that actually took me fishing because oh. my dad wouldn't get the fishing license. Or he kept forgetting. He, I don't know. My mom did we it. Didn't, we didn't have a license. I also, I also like <laughs> <at> Nebraska. <laughs> There, there's this part at the beginning, and this is when I like had to look to see when it was written. But the dad it explains like the dad was doing an experiment on Caddy to see if he could yes. raise her as a boy, and yes. it's like, oh, what? Ugh, that doesn't sound like a good way to parent, but it worked out well. Yeah, and by the end, she wants to be more like a mom. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And at the end, they, she wants her bro- her brothers are like helping quilt. Yeah, yeah, like her brothers were like. Well, if Caddy can do it, we can do it. That was really cool. I think the experiment was a success. Wait, what? What blurs gender lines? That Caddy did something that made her be like, "Ah, I'm an asshole. I need to just oh her cousin, her her fancy boss. Oh, she was mean to her. I mean, her cousin was a twat, but (laughs) (laughs) she sure was. Yeah, but she didn't. They went too far. Yes, they they did. I felt bad for her. But I but do she know she was a good sport too. She was yeah. a good sport. She was like, oh, okay, like mm-hmm. goats ate my buttons. That sucks. <laughs> All eighty-six of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but like, this is the thing. I would have been done the second they put me on the mean horse, and it drove me into a wall. But that ha- that's real. Like, I had a horse named Chip, and he would take me under clotheslines to knock me off. <gasps> Horses do that. Yeah. Oh my god. Really related. Really related to this book. <laughs> Let's talk about. I, I I wanted to. I wrote down something about. It's very obvious how, in this book, 
in this time they they talk about women mm-hmm. and the uh, so her brother Tom is kind of infatuated with this girl named Katie Hyman mm-hmm. who also oh Hyman <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's because this this little flower of a child is like so pale and yes, blonde and, and blue-eyed and sickly and it's like oh, yeah. she gets the best valentine from from him because yeah. she is just this fragile little thing yes and you know that just kind of struck a chord with me like mm-hmm, we're still enforcing this reinforcing right. this mm-hmm. right and at the end of the book the her father like even though she he was like caddy like do what you want to do. Like you don't have to be in the kitchen. You don't have to, you know, learn how to sew. He said, "It's the girl. It's women's responsibility to keep the world kind and gentle, mm-hmm. and we expect more from girls." Oh, jeez. And does he at least say that? He unfair? says it. He says it's a little unfair, but then he's like, "That's the way it is," mm. and it's like, okay, but, but, well, but. On that same, um, I wrote this down too. On that same kind of train of thought. Um, there's this line in it. So her birthday is the same day as President's Day. Mm-hmm. And she like, loves, she has have her same birthday as, I think it's President Lincoln, right? She Washington. Lo- oh, okay. It's but Washington. she loves she President loves Lincoln. President Lincoln. Yeah. And then she says, I'm just so sad I'm a girl because girls can never be present. Yeah. I wanted to just die yeah, because we could have had a very different situation. Yeah. It's just like, no. sucks to be living in 2018 and have that still be true. Still, and have it be a reality. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing that I will say that I can guarantee you two did not think about, I shipped Caddy and Katie. I was like, oh. oh. Wait till you read Anne of Green Gables. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I've seen enough media of Anne of Green Gables. Like, all these little tomboy redheaded girls are all lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So the next question, we'll try to do this kind of quickly, mm-hmm. is to cast a movie version of this. Is there anyone who sticks out? Like, if this was going to be a movie, who would play them? Go ahead. Well, no. I, just the red, it's the red hair, I'm going to say a young Julia Roberts. What? Oh, like, <laughs> to play who? Cassie? The oh. I don't even know, I know a young Julia Roberts. No, no I'm just this picturing Julia Roberts' head on, like, a toddler's body. <laughs> really no, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, think back to, like, Mystic Pizza. Sure, she's too old there, mm-hmm. but go back a few years. I'm sure, like, she would have, she would have been really great at this. Okay, I, I'm going to put Julia Roberts I love as Julia Patty's Roberts. mom. Okay. I'm I love Julia Roberts, too, but... Connie Britton. Oh, oh that's mom. so good. Yeah, that's so she good. She did a great job. I mean, I just only ever want her to play moms. Oh, yeah. ooh, I have a good one. Okay. 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 I have to think of his name. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Edmund, John C. Riley. Yes. Oh, yes. man. We pictured mm. this guy. Um, What's his name? Because um, I picture him. From the West Wing that replaces Rob Lowe. Oh, what? That's how I that read him. That is so cute. Was that what? The his name's like he's kind a, of like nerdy. Yeah, he's, he's in like, uh, Scandal now, playing essentially the same character. I follow him on Twitter. I can't think of his name, but he's like a total like straight edge, like dark what? hair, like kind of like a Dylan McDermott type. What? Dylan. McDermott. I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like his name's like John or like <laughs> no, his name's like Josh something. Josh. Um, I wish I had my phone. I'd Google it. Um, that is not how I picture Google at the minute whatsoever. But that's so cool. Like I like that. I like that we yeah. picture totally different. 
I can time machine cast the dad to be the guy. Okay, I need my phone to Google. Uh, seven brides for seven brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Abraham. Yes, like like a burly, like a big burly, like yeah. strong man. Yeah, where's Hannah going? She's getting the next bottle of wine. Oh, important. Okay. I think it's important. It, it is, is important. Let's just. I think we should just. It's do just this hard one. to cast kids. It's yeah, hard yeah, to it cast is. Kids, but yeah. Okay, Listen. that's why one of us picked. Julia Roberts. <laughs> Young what? Julia Roberts. I bet she. Was, I bet she was adorable as a kid, and she would have done a great job. I'm sure you're doing a great job. Totally yeah. sure. Um, okay, let's do a cocktail. So we have. Let's do one more pairing, um, and we're gonna pair a cocktail for this book. Yes. Okay. I had thoughts. Okay. I had a thought. I, I do too. Tell me yours. Uh, a glass of honey mead. <laughs> okay. Well, I was going to do the bee sting cocktail, Ooh. but with, with some berries in it. Because you remember when they oh, go and they're yes. like picking berries and there's a rattlesnake? Obviously oh, different than a bee sting, but still but alarming. <laughs> Ooh, that's so good. Oh my God. It's so much better than mine. I was thinking, okay, yeah. Yours is better. Yours is more like a literal, like, let's take elements out and... Okay. Um, make a cocktail with them. Mine She's was fine. like, what do I want to be drinking? A glass of honey mead. Let's say mine will be both. It's a glass of, like, what is it? Wild turkey? Yeah. <laughs> oh, for the oh, for honey. For honey. Okay. Yay. All right. That was good. So on to the next book. Should we do it? Yeah. yeah. Pour wine. Okay. The next book we're going to talk about is The Last Silk Dress by Anne Rinaldi. Yeah. My pick. Can I just say about the cover? We're going to have yes. to put this on our Instagram. Yeah. I don't think any of these drawings do these characters justice. Yeah. The guy who's... Oh, really? Also... Oh, God. There's... Oh, let's just start with problematic. How old is she? She's like... She's 15, 16. 15, she 16. starts the book at 14. So she's got to be no more than... She is 15 when she meets Tim. And he is oh, 22. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Problematic. Yep. Oh, okay, we need to back up and... Okay. Talk about So the, the thing plot. about this book, so I read this book, like I said, on my own time. I think I read it a couple times, like eighth grade-ish, like seventh, eighth grade. I remember this book being very sexy, which is so funny because it's like not that <laughs> not sexy, but sexy. I remember being like, there are two Ooh, sexy scenes. Timothy. Are there? Are there any sexy scenes? I mean, the yes. way yes. he's oh like making God. bedroom eyes at her, which makes me have some questions. He winks about, a whole He's constantly a like looking at her figure. Oh, oh the they talk stuff. about figures. Okay, so much. but let's back okay, up. Sorry, sorry, this sorry. doesn't happen until like three fourths of the way through the book. Yeah, the first part of the book is like this young girl who is lives on a plantation in the south. Her dad. Mm-hmm. Owns, she lives in town. She lives, she lives in Richmond. In the, she lives in Richmond, but her mother is from a plantation. I totally picture them on a plantation the whole time. But it's because of the book. Yeah. Right. Okay. So they, li- but they live in like a grand old house yes. in the south. Yeah. And um, she's really likes her dad. Her mom is like, they keep saying this, but her mom's like crazy. Her mom's like super young and like crazy and mean and abusive. Abs- she hits her. So yeah, no, her abusive. mom's like bipolar. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. You're like, like it's, but everybody's just everyone's like, and says like, oh, oh, she's having an episode. Bless her heart. You know, your mom's having a hard time. Your mom's having a hard time. She lost that daughter like... Oh yeah, there's this like they could have cut twenty that years thing. ago. It's like I, this is one of those books where I just want to be the editor and just like cut the whole like. You'll never be as beautiful as your sister Isabel. Yeah, yeah, dead sister Isabel. So, so she was always, always like running around. This is another like she's a tom. All the books. She's not a. She's not a tomboy. She's not a tomboy. But she runs around in boys' clothes all the time. She's not a tomboy. You're right. But she's always like putting on her 
her estranged brother's clothes and running into town and getting into like these she's very curious she's very like willful she's a very bad role model she <laughs> is she, she does is. not make good choices no, no not doesn't. not a one but that's mm. the lesson her okay so the book starts out like yeah. there, she's literally about to get trampled at a oh, like a goodness. rally for the south yeah secessionist secession yeah okay i said that and then her father, like, they go into his office or something, and he downs, like, five <laughs> glasses of whiskey. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. all right, uh, I, you know, believe in the Union, but I can't say that because I'm from the South. Mm-hmm. I put a bunch of money in some Cayman Island, like, yeah. <laughs> banks. I'm going to help We're going to be fine. Yeah. Betty against the South and all my friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then he was basically like, there might come a time in your life where to do the right thing, you have to hurt the people you love the most. So she just, like, that comes up a lot in the book, where she's just kind of like, well, it's the right thing! Mm-hmm. And then at the end, her brother is like, I love that your dad took his, like, horrible, terrible indiscretions, like, that messed up his life. <laughs> and and, and turned them into a moral no, no. lesson for you. I mean, like, if we're talking about favorite characters, definitely the brother. Lucian. Lucian. Yeah, I love certainly. him. I, well, I did too, but he was also problematic. He was problematic. He was also abusive. Yeah. And really, <laughs> really into, into his manners. sister. Really, oh. really into his sister. I mean, they didn't grow up together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, into both of his sisters. Also, the slave at their house ended up being the father's daughter, and he almost, like, he probably had sex with her. No, he said he didn't. He didn't. So, here's, he didn't. there was a different, so, the, what was Stopped the, at Heavy Petty. There was, like, Rodney, Rodney, Rody? Rody. It was her sister that the dad slept with mm-hmm. and produced. Right. Sally. 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 Um, and then Sally and Lucian played together, and then Lucian sort of fell in love. And mm-hmm. then... Lucian taught her to read, which is very commendable, mm. and... Mm-hmm. Because he saw her as an equal, he he has redeeming qualities, but he also, I mean, he didn't know that he was falling in love with his half sister. He didn't. Right. So, wait. but he did. But he but did. He found out. <laughs> Here's something that I will say that when I realized this book was taking place like in the South during the Civil War, I was worried the problematic thing was going to be like the slavery. But Me pretty too. much all of the characters were like. No, this war is about slavery. The South is wrong. Like they, yeah. it wasn't. They were like, oh, they're saying it's about states' rights, but this is about slavery. Yes. Well, the, the main character is Anne yes. Rinaldi. <laughs> she's a <laughs> Yankee a brat historian. She's from New Jersey. There are people in the book who are like, our lifestyle is at jeopardy, which yeah. is slavery. But, but that's they, nice that she put that in the book. Y- yes, yeah. absolutely. But she made them wrong yes like, that was her point yes. like she made sure to not i mean she glamorized the southern lines there was part of me that was like i want to like yeah <laughs> i don't know just like the pomp and circumstance sometimes is fun yeah, yeah. totally um yeah just the traditions mm-hmm. of everything but it also it's meeting so the hot. it's meeting the parlor yes mm. yeah mm. and just like would you like some uh, lemonade i i will say that rereading this it, and i I've watched Gone with the Wind. That's one of my favorite movies. But, like, still, it's it. also very problematic. It is problematic. Yeah. Slavery. Yeah. But it, there's so many similarities. Like, Lucian is so much like Rhett Butler. And Lucian he, like, is Rhett Butler. Yeah. Like, like, he doesn't join. She, love her. Yeah. I, I really, actually, I really enjoyed this 
book and really enjoyed the writing. And I was actually, I was yeah. thinking, like, I don't know if it's necessarily a children's book all the time. Like, I yeah. don't know. Like, this is like a I enjoyed book. it. Yeah. But she 100% watched Gone with the Wind and was like, yeah. Lucian, Rhett, Susan, Scarlet. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Like, that's what she did. Okay, are we... We haven't, talk, like, we haven't I, talked about anything about the, the silk dresses and the balloon, so I don't want to jump in right jump now. Jump in. Jump in. Okay, well, the thing is, Lucian, we haven't talked about this, but they want to take, uh, Susan and Timothy, her her Yankee, Yankee. fella, would like to uh, take down the southern balloon. Well, wait, why don't you back talk up and sort of explain... Is. That's what I'm saying. I didn't okay, even talk well, then about talk it. Talk about the balloon. <laughs> okay. So, um, they the Yankees had these balloons that like hot air balloons, hot air balloons that would spy Which on is based in reality. Yes. Yeah, that's a real yeah. thing. Yes, and they would spy on the South and you know figure out where they are, where they're going, what are their formations, all that. And she sees this balloon. She's like, it's so beautiful. It's like so beautiful. And Lucian's like, no, like, I mean, it's beautiful, yes, but you know they're spying on you, if that's what they're doing. <laughs> and she's like, what? The South needs a balloon, and these women want to help the cause. So it's a struggle, but they get all these women to donate their silk dresses, which, why did it have to be silk? I think because... It's a light material. Yeah, they oh, have to have okay. that material. Got it. But when also, they're collecting the dresses... I just love that they went to the oh, whorehouse. Well, that's yeah. also just like Gone with the Wind. There's this whole thing in Gone with the Wind yes. about the ladies at the yeah and Reddit friends with the prostitutes yeah, and yes, mm-hmm. and so is Lucian and and they give all the dresses. I love that scene. That, I remember that so clearly from my childhood. And like there, there's no like weirdness. That I was like, oh, the prostitutes are just like, oh look, no, oh, and they want to help the cause. They're awesome. They, no one's yeah. asking us. Yeah, that line stuck out to me. Yeah, totally. They're like, no one wants anything from us, and we are so happy to give. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was really that mm-hmm. was nice. It was a good part. They collect all these dresses. They create this balloon, and then Susan has a change of heart. Like she starts to understand that the whole system in the South is corrupt. Her family is corrupt. She doesn't know how to handle it, and she wants to destroy this balloon. Which is just like, it is, Lucian keeps saying, like, this is so childish. It is so childish. It's so childish. She is, she is a child throughout. She throws tantrums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanted to smack her face so hard. I'm Me like, too. I kind of get the mother. I don't. She was <laughs> abusive and, abusive yeah, and terrible. Yeah. But she did not grow up. <laughs> no. So she wants to destroy this balloon, and Lucian says, no, you can't do that. Like, that's treason. Like, you yeah. can't do that. I don't remember why I we had to back up to this, but <laughs> Lucian... Oh, well, Lucian, that's why he's sympathetic to the South. Like, he's like, yes. no, I'm a Southerner. I'm not going to commit treason. Yeah, it's. I, I feel like that's so weird, though. Like, I don't get why he is suddenly like, don't do this, it's treason. Is it because he doesn't want to go to jail? Or is it because he actually cares? Because it's, I don't think he should have cared. Like, I think that, I don't know. Also, the thing about that part that I really struck me, and I was like, oh, this is just so bad, is that... When she, so he punishes her by locking her in her room and she decides she's not Not going to eat. And that is so bad for little girls. Like, I read that as a little girl and I remember, like, that is glamorizing Mm -hmm. this thing of having eating equals having power 
And a way to have control and to get back at people is to not eat. Like, that is, like, the baseboard of anorexia. It is so bad. Scarlett O'Hara did that at the very beginning of Gone with the Wind. Yes, she did. Refused food. She goes, no, I'm not. Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's so good, Megan. We have to watch it. Well, Fiddle Dee Is that movie actually good? It is very, like, like, you cannot stop watching. I, seriously, I fall asleep during every movie I watch. Okay, I stay awake the for best. this. Isn't it also it's, like hella long? Oh yeah. yeah, but just it's like it's like three hour long drama TV shows, which you could usually binge. Oh, okay. Think of it like that. Okay. We'll watch it. This is a okay. podcast about books. let's um let's wrap it up. Let's cast it and then let's do a cocktail. Oh, the only person I have cast is the mother. Who? Cersei Lannister. Oh, Ooh. yes. That is so good. Yes. 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 Oh, yes. she would be and great. She's Cersei. Like, reread scenes with her. Yeah. And with Lena Henley? Yeah, yeah. Lena Henley. Wow. Headley. 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 Was Lena Henley? Which one? Never mind. Henley one of them was la- in Hedwig. So Cersei. Yes. That okay. was the only that, one I had cast. Okay. I have Susan, a young Scarlett Johansson. Oh. But like brunette. Hmm. Okay, did you ever see this movie? She does have a figure. The, uh, the other Boleyn girl. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we should just talk about that. Problematic. The brother, Lucian, and her like Yankee lover, Timothy, are con- and her mom. And are con- Susan. And Susan. <laughs> they just want to talk about her figure, figure. Her body. and how it's a nice womanly body. There's going to be. Boys buzzing around you like bees at the bottom. Well, they already are. Oh, wait. I, I have a question for you two, real quick, before we wrap this up. What are your middle names? Oh, Christine. Christine. Ew, both? Yes. <laughs> I should have said ew. Why did you ask that? Because when they're flirting, they're constantly like, Timothy. Something, but uh, uh, they always say their middle names when they're flirting. Timothy Tobias Collier. Yeah. Oh, you are right. So, right. Tana Christine, Kimberly, Sarah Christine, Butler. Megan Marie oh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Uh, I always want to say Marie. Megan Elizabeth Mazek. If it was Marie, it would have been three M's. Ma'am. Did she think about that? <laughs> Ma'am. I also thought, okay, I thought this was interesting. So... Anyone else cast? I mean, I feel like... I already did Rhett and Scarlet. Like, that's... That was it. That was it. Yeah. Okay. A cocktail for this book? The Lynchburg Lemonade or whatever it's called. Oh. Yeah. They're always drinking lemonade. They're always Always drinking lemonade. They have vinegar and water when it's, like, really poor. Yeah. That's gross. Was it? I have this, like, weird thing with a lot of these books. About like when things are like really bad, I I somehow kind of, I don't know, I'm like wow, I really like those parts. Suffer, and I also really like when they're sick, and I think that's kind of creepy. But like when you're talking about the girl, you have Munchausen's. That's not what Munchausen. Yes, it is, isn't I it? Munchausen's is when you keep someone sick. Right. Right. That's I what don't it remember. is. Remember, or is it when you pretend that you think you're sick? That's hypochondria. But no, Munchausen's. There's some, no, Munchausen's. But there's Munchausen's, Munchausen's is the one. Yeah. Which is when you keep someone someone's sick. sick. Munchausen's yeah. is when you For your sympathy. think that you're sick or you make yourself sick from whatever. I know from Real Housewives, everyone. Holla. <laughs> um, okay, so, but I, like, there's this part in both of these books, in Caddy and in The Last Look Dress, 
when they have this like really long journey in the cold rain and they're both bedridden for like months. Yeah. 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 What? They're weakened. They're weakened. It's not pneumonia, but it's something like that. I really wanted that when I was little. I wanted to be like in bed and just be like really sick and have everybody like care about me. What do you think that says about probably being a middle daughter, right? Yeah. Middle sister. You need that attention. Okay. Uh, I would say, yeah, it's got to be whiskey lemonade. Bourbon lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, it's the same. Okay, moving on. To, we save the, uh, I don't know, best We save the most problematic yeah. for last. Jacob, have I loved. Ooh. Oh, child. I will say, I have, ne- I have not read something this disturbing in a while. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Jacob, have I loved. Esau, have I hated. Esau. Esau. Girl, I did not go to church growing up, so. <laughs> as soon as I started reading all the, like, biblical references in this, I was like, Oh, this has to be a reference to Jacob and Esau. And I was. didn't. The whole I time didn't. I was like, I knew. Who the fuck is Jacob? Where <laughs> is Jacob? Gail Butler, I just want you to know that I knew who Jacob was from the very beginning. Jacob and Esau. I really it's hope Gail really doesn't disturbing. listen to this because I have said. I know. I said that the F, F word, word a lot. Does your mom care about cursing? She's a Methodist. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently we're my parents, but they don't give a shit. Oh, I'm just talking about Jacob. Have a oh, my mom does not, like not know that I've ever cursed. That's cute. I know. And unrealistic. <laughs> Your mother must hate me. <laughs> no, she, you would never curse around my mother. I'm not around her, but not around her. But. So there you go. All right. So, <laughs> Jacob Have I Loved my is mom's about... My awesome. okay. She is. I she love is. Gail Butler. Yeah. Two twin sisters. I forgot that they were twins. Oh. Uh, Sarah and Carolyn Bradshaw. Sarah Louisa. Yeah, Sarah Louisa. They all call Wheezy. Because she deserves that name. Does Please. she? Okay. So here's my first question. Oh. I find her very sympathetic. I do not. The I think she is, book. I think she. I think she gets ignored and upstaged. Needs. And I think her sister is a brat. I think she needs some professional help. I think she needs some professional <laughs> well, yeah. help. She needs to, like. Okay. <sighs> okay, Megan, just give us a yeah, give sorry. us a full synopsis of the book so that people who haven't read it, first of all, everyone go read this book. <laughs> It'll take you a Hide day. it. I read it Hide in, it because it's so embarrassing. I read the, it in like two and a half hours. Like it's fine. You I can like knock the it cover. Out I'm like, this cover is so it looks like such a boring book. Like, why is this the cover? And then I looked up like, are there other covers? I didn't see that one. Megan has a different one. But like I'm like, well, they're not reprinting it because this is a problematic book. <laughs> it won a John Newberry Award. It, like in the like in the forties, okay. Fine, whatever. Um, so tell us, the, was tell the us the whole thing because whole I think thing. we need. I can sum it up pretty quickly. So this book takes place on a little fishing island, probably mm-hmm. near Maine. No, it was definitely in the Chesapeake Bay, like okay. by Virginia. So East Coast Atlantic. It is a crabbin and oyster town. And there is the Bradshaw family with the two twin girls, Sarah Louise and Carolyn, father, mother, and their loony as a bat grandmother. <laughs> yeah, she's the worst. And basically, and again, Carolyn is uh, beautiful and she has this angelic voice and everybody kind of loves her because she's very sweet and proper. And oh, then- and when she was born, she was like didn't breathe for a while and like always really bothers Louisa. She was frail. Yeah, frail. so here's the thing. I love a frail lady. Sarah Louise was born and was just like good to go. Didn't need any extra attention yeah. whereas Carolyn immediately was helpless. Yeah. yeah. And just everybody was fawning over her and whenever Sarah Louise hears the stories of her birth she's just kind of like and where was I? And people are like I don't know. You're you're you were fine. fine. Yep. Like Carolyn was so like 
from the start, Sarah has been ignored and forgotten. Mm-hmm. Is how I. <laughs> I have a hard time. Fine, do the summary, the whole okay. summary. Uh, all right, all right. So then it's just sort of about what? How old do you think they are? Like 15? No. Yeah, she gets her period. 14. I think she's like 12. Okay, oh. they're. Well, 13, 14. Okay, let's Yeah, 14. they're going from middle school to high school. Yeah. When do y'all get your period? Uh, seventh grade? <laughs> 14. This is when we talk about our periods. <laughs> I got mine in eighth grade. How old is that? You're probably 14. Yeah, 13? I was a little bit older. 13, yeah. okay. 14. I think I was 12. Anyway, then... What was it like? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I did have one major breach. Oh, It was real embarrassing. Oh, no. Uh, and my mom, like, I went so to the nurse's office. Sarah Louisa. And my mom, yeah, had to bring me a pair of pants. Oh, uh, and I was Maggie. real nervous because I was like, what if she brings me a pair that doesn't fit? Like, not oh. all of my jeans fit right now. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> but no, she brought me a good pair, so I was fine. Um, <laughs> anyway. We love Mary Lynn. Hi, Mary Lynn. Thanks Hi, Mary for being Lynn. a good mom and taking me fishing and bringing me period pants. <laughs> um, but Sarah Louise has a best friend. His name is Call. And they he is like... Dim-witted. He, yeah, he doesn't have a dad. Uh, he's fat and he's kind of ugly. Uh, just like dumb and doesn't understand jokes. Sarah's hilarious. Yeah. Like she's got some quality jokes and Call is the worst. Yeah. Um, I know. And then, so they, they're crabbing and trying to make money, and all of a sudden, this mysterious old man comes back to the island, and there's all of this gossip about, like, oh my god, could that be so-and-so? They just call him the captain. I don't remember his name. His name's weird. It's like, Hi. Like, hear him? Hear him. Yeah. Anyways, they think he... Oh, this is also taking place sort of around World War II. Right? Yeah. And uh, so they're yes. like, oh, he's a Nazi spy. Mm-hmm. And they go to try to figure it out. Go ahead. She fantasizes about catching a Nazi spy and getting a, a medal from Roosevelt. Yeah. Similar to my first book. Sally J. Freeman. Sally, Sally J. Freeman. Sorry, Freeman. Sally J. Freeman. <laughs> Judy Bloom. Yes, Tana. I thought yes. about that as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, turns out he's just like a nice old man who's rebuilding his house. They summer with him. They help him repair his house. They try to kill some cats. They, that, <laughs> that. Wait, can I just, let me finish yes, the summary okay. before we start the laundry list of yes. the problematic parts. Okay, so yeah, finish the we'll Yeah, anyway, so then Sarah's like having a good time. Carolyn all of a sudden gets involved in Sarah's Forgotten. Uh, then all of a sudden, for some reason, Cara, or Sarah's like, I'm in love with the captain, which makes no sense. It comes out of nowhere. She gives him like a hug 80. and she feels funny downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and like, she cannot handle herself. Crazy old grandma notices this all the fucking time. It's so weird. It's yeah. so out of nowhere. She's 14. She's in love with like an 84 year old. He's in his seventies, but too old. She's okay. really okay. his hands. She's really obsessed with his hands. For some oh. His hands. <laughs> but okay, Carolyn is a very beautiful singer. They send her away to boarding school for singing, and Sarah Juilliard. Louise, yeah, they well, no, she gets into Juilliard, right. but she goes to, and Sarah Louise stays on the island and helps her father on the crabbing boat. Yeah, until in, finally they're just like kind in misery. Like yeah. she's. A total crazy bitch. Well, yeah. because everything good happens to Carolyn and nothing good happens it's to Sarah. It's her fault! Does this have anything to do with like, you having a sister? <laughs> well, Megan? so this like, is, this is something on? like themes I wanted to it's talk about really with weird. you guys. But finally, the mom is just kind of, well, Sarah Louise finally loses, has a big breakdown, and she's like, why didn't you ever 
leave this island and her mom's like you can you just don't ever ask for anything also we offered for you to leave the island and you said no yeah like you just have to ask she sabotages herself left and right yeah she gets in her own you are responsible for your own actions but she doesn't want she wants to be noticed wheeze has been noticed and wheeze read a different (laughs) book okay so say how it ends so she basically like all of a sudden she's out of nowhere is like i want to be a doctor but she's a woman so she has to be a nurse Mm -hmm. moves to the appalachian mountains Falls in love with a dude, a Catholic, uh-huh. who yeah. already has Hi. a bunch of kids. Oof, take a drink uh, for that. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, like she's happy, and she has a kid, and she names it after her dead dad. Oh, her dad dies. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Sidebar. <laughs> she delivers twins. Oh, she does deliver twins. I forgot about that. It's a very important scene because the first one like pops out totally fine, and then the second one's all like breached. And blue, and she puts it in the oven. Pops it in the oven. <laughs> she like wraps it in blankets and puts it near an and the oven. And the dad is like, "Uh, you trying to bake my kid?" It's so weird. <laughs> well, no, the dad's just kind of like, "It's gonna die." Like, we should call the priest and have it baptized. And she like it takes a cup die. of water and like splashes it on the kid, and it's like you're baptized. <laughs> like, but saves the baby. Saves the baby by popping it in the oven. Yeah, yeah. It's it is. true. Really horrifying. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. The whole thing was horrifying. <laughs> Different book. Okay, wait. What? Okay. I, I just wanted to say quickly <laughs> is that this book I thought was written so well. I love the book Bridge to Terabithia. I love. Same movie. author. Yeah, same author. The movie is really good. This book is super compelling. Like, you want to keep reading. Like, I was not excited to start this one. The cover has like an old canoe type boat and like a. I don't know. Crab I, basket. It's really ugly. <laughs> it's, it's just boring. Okay, like, fine. do you want to pick this up? I was like, oh, God. No. Once you start it, it is very, it's a very, like, I don't want to say it's a good book because it's not, <laughs> it's not a, a good, book. good It's a well-written book. It is. Yes. It is. Like, yeah. you, it's, I would, if you want to, <laughs> if you want a quick read, pick it up. But it highly, highly, highly problematic. I want to know from Megan. Uh-oh. Tell us. Why? <laughs> what? Because. Tell us about your problems. Yes. <laughs> okay. First of all, let hey, me Tracy, let me say it. hello to my sister Tracy, who is she's my older sister. Uh, Has my, she read this book? I don't know. We all love her. Oh my god. She Tracy, is my best friend in the entire world. Tracy and she's I are obsessed with each other. Like I have no issue with my sister. No. However. I was a very easygoing... I didn't ask for anything. Mm -hmm. I wasn't somebody that, like, guys, let's talk to my therapist about this. Like, I have an issue Mm. expressing my needs. Mm. And I always have. So I totally understand, Sarah Louise, where I'm just kind of like, just notice, like, do I have to ask for every goddamn thing? Can't anybody just be like, what about... You may. What about Sarah Louise? Like, that's her yes. whole issue in the book is nobody thinks about her. Nobody considers her because they don't have to because she's good. Huh. I don't know if that's accurate. But she just, everyone ignores her. People but don't think about her. I don't think everyone ignores her. I think she perceives that people are ignoring her and they're not. I don't, I don't see the mother ever ignoring her. I really like the mom. I, I do like too. The mom, too. the mom is so sweet. And she's thankful that... Sarah Weeze um, gives her the like, crab and money. Wheeze. Wheeze. Yeah. 
It's bad. But who else was called Louise and they called her Wheezy? Wheeze, or Weeza. There's somebody in pop culture that, Wheezy and she hates it. Yeah, oh. I... Because I, it's a shitty nickname for Louise. I don't know. I, I, I know what you're talking about because I was trying to think of it, but I don't I don't know. But I don't... I, I, I did not see anyone forgetting about her. She was well-liked. Mm-hmm. Not by maybe her classmates because she was smarter and they were probably, you know, felt uncomfortable about that. But... She had her friend. She went out she on the boat. She had her friend who, like, didn't want her around. Oh, he wanted her around. Not with the captain. Oh, yes, he did. That was so weird. Yes, he did. He he's, wanted her there. He's, he's too timid otherwise. He forgot to mention he give, She gives that. him power. Oh, by the she... way, Call goes into the army and gets super hot. Yeah. And then. And she just thinks that he's automatically his now. Who? She Karen, thinks that Call should be with her. He yeah. Call ends up marrying Caroline. Oh. Yeah. Why but let's talk weird? about this. Let's talk about this. Hold on. When the sister, sister Caroline, gets to go off to school, mm-hmm. her parents are like, it's not fair that you don't get to go. So do you want to go to this school? Which she has worked so hard. Like, mm-hmm. she wanted to go to the school so badly. And she said no. She's like, no. I don't want to go. I want to like I want to stay here, and she I sabotaged and soak in my own misery. Yes, she is just she's a problem to herself. Yes, yeah, and I don't think that I feel much sympathy for her because she's also real mean. She is not nice to her sister. Her sister tries to like reach out to her, and she's like, "No, I don't want anything to do with you." Because I feel like I've been tormented my whole life, which I don't believe. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's don't believe it. It's a one-sided resentment. <laughs> because yeah, she's like, I'm doing all like... this work to help the family, and what is Carolyn doing? Well, okay. She brings but, joy to people with her music. But it, no one's, no one's <laughs> telling Sarah Louise to do all this stuff. She no. just does it. And then she, like, gives away some of the money to the family and hides some of it. Well, she started saving it. She had mm-hmm. originally. But, like, Caroline at some point is like, hey, like, can I hang out with you guys? Yeah. Like, can I go to the captain's house? And she's like, no. What? No. And then she's like, I'll go. And she's like, well, then I'm not going. And, like, Caroline doesn't do anything mean except for she makes fun of the girl it in the play seems like there's as though, nothing wrong with caroline no it seems as though caroline doesn't have any friends either honestly well there's not that many people when there's I, not that many people there's on not this people island. on the island i was like i think it's bad to raise people on islands yes yeah. yes that, that is a good takeaway <laughs> yes actually man i read those scenes so differently where sarah louise was like this is my thing like i i have my thing i love my thing this is mine and if Carolyn comes in, she takes it over. And she did. She got pulled for all those cats. Let's talk about the most problematic, bizarre part of this book is that she has the hots for this old guy. He loses his house in a hurricane. Tana. No, no, no. Oh, no, oh, I'm no, not. no, she's no, no. explaining. I'm explaining. She's okay. explaining the two Oh, it's really bad. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Tell me about it. So, this hurricane comes. Captain, the hurricane of 42. Hurricane of 42. Um, Captain wants, Captain comes to stay with them eventually after some, you know, back and forth, but comes to stay with them. 
The next day after the hurricane has passed, um, Sarah gets in her little boat, which was not destroyed, neither was her father's boat. They paddle around to where his house was. His house is gone. It's so crazy. It is gone. And I actually, I feel so bad for Captain. Like, yeah. it's it's got to be so heartbreaking. Like, it's just nothing. Everything you were working it's, with. They say, like, it's actually the, like, the the bay. Yeah, it's, rece- it's like, when you look receding, at it, they realize that, like, because I'm sure what it looks like is just... It's just water. It's like the bay. Yeah. So when they look at it, they're like, it's probably like so alarming to realize that. Yeah, they really just do call him Captain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Heimlich or Hyman or something. (laughs) Heimlich. Ah, good old (laughs) Captain Heimlich. Heimlich and Hyman, Katie Hyman. Yeah. So she gets overcome with feelings and she reaches out to hug him. Which, okay, back up. Okay. (laughs) This is so interesting to me because. It's a Methodist thing. And this is the thing. People in my life are like, Sarah doesn't like to hug. Sarah doesn't like to hug. Mm -hmm. And my family are not big huggers. We're not cuddly. Like, I, of course, hug my parents and see them. I hug my sisters. But, like, I'm not going to sit on the couch and cuddle with anyone in my family. Mm -hmm. I don't like hugging people that I don't really know that well. And I don't really like hugging my friends hello and goodbye. I just don't. No. Hiram Wallace. Hiram. Hiram Hiram. 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 H-I-R-A-M. Who knows? Hiram. And then the dad calls him by his real name. Yeah. yeah. And it's confirmed. confirmed. Yes. Okay. So um, anyway. That's that so is true like this, though. like weird like Methodist thing where she's like. No touches. She needs to like hug him. Embrace him. And that's a very big and deal. And then she feels it in her lady parts. In her whole body. Her whole body is on fire. And then. I Again, actually. Let's be honest. Old man with gray hair. Old man. And beautiful hands. Old man. I had to reread this part three times. (laughs) Me too. Did you guys get some tingles? No. (laughs) No. Because I was like, did I miss a did I miss a kiss? Did I miss Did I miss like an accidental D graze? Did I like what did I miss? Did he like grab her bosom? No. Yes. No, it is an embrace. No. And, no, he doesn't do anything. He's he's, he's not even hugging her. I'm sure he's unaware. And she cannot get his damn hands out of her mind. She stares at them she like a creepy Stares at them. Mm-hmm. She gets flushed. Grandma notices. Like, as senile and dementia-y yeah. as she is, like, she zooms in on, like, Sarah Louise being weird around the cap and I was like ooh you love him like she's mean about it and then she's is like there something... and he wants to get in bed with me yeah is there a word for reverse pedophilia I think it's always pedophilia because I think that people say that if someone's in love with that person like they're not really that they've been tricked into it that's what pedophilia is I thought no I know no, what you're saying, saying like, oh. like there I, I do actually think there is a word for like geriatric for love. like for like teenagers falling in love with old people, really which cool. mostly you call like puberty, but when you're like in your seventies, like that's gross. Yeah. Well, this did it. She did get her period. I think I think this all had to do with hormones. Telephilia. Oh. Telephilia. It's attraction to adults. Telephilia. Okay. Interesting. Do you have to be within a certain age range? Is it like ten to like sixteen or something? I got into a... I, Wikipedia! I don't wish to go further into it because I saw some like creepy questions down below. We're just going to end that. 
We're <laughs> glad that it's on it's your search history. Telephilia. To the FBI man following Sarah's phone. This is for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, have I loved? Read it. You'll understand why I asked that question. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. Let's cast it. Okay, the only person... No, I have two people cast. Okay. I would cast two people. Sarah is Benny Fieldstein, which is uh, Jonah Hill's sister. Oh. Who's in Lady Bird. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, in yeah, Neighbors yeah. 2. I love her. I Jonah love. Hill's sister. Yes. Oh, that's so yeah. cute. I love She's her. She's so good. She was She's also so in Hello good. Dolly. Oh, was she? Midler, yeah. Oh. I don't know. I feel like she needs to be like... Yeah, I think that's a I think that's a good one. Well, but. wait. Here's my question: Would you have the same actress play both sisters since they're twins? They've got to be like fraternal. Okay, fine. Because I it, would have honestly like this is was not one that I was okay on. I was looking at Beanie Fieldstein. Just like knowing this little bit knowing of information like that just she's his sister. I'm like so. Can you turn your phone on? So like, if you look at her face, I would say that. The sister could be Cara Cara Delavine. She is fair and frail, but also has like the same kind of facial features. Like she does. She has the eyebrows. She has Uh like all of that. Mm. I think that that would be the, you know. That's interesting. Yeah, I would see that. Like you could have them be played by the same person. I mean, if I'm just going to go like really like mainstream. A young Jennifer Lawrence could do both people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, she yeah, I think Jennifer could. Lawrence would be interesting to get. I can tell you right now who I pictured as Sarah Louise, and this actress didn't exist when I first read this book, but I always pictured Sarah Louise as actually attractive because her twin sister who was is a, this? Her name's, what is it? Missy Peregrine? And she was in that gymnastics movie, Stick It. Oh! Um, yep. She's so I just cute. sort of pictured like a... Okay, yeah. Kind of more like masculine female. Yeah. yeah. But like super pretty. Yeah. Like very pretty, but like she could work on a crappin' boat. Okay, so should I we... picture somebody Can with I just big say... hands. So also maybe a young Gina Davis. Yeah. Oh, Gina oh, Davis, Davis is beautiful. Be Ooh, Gina Davis could be the mom. She should be the Actually, mom. Actually, I picture the mom being a little more petite. Jennifer Garner. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Megan's, that's Megan's number one crush. So, like 16 years Captain old. is Christopher Plummer for me. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Tana, it was, like, it was like on the tip of my tongue, like, without me even knowing it, but Christopher Plummer time. I could mind. understand being attracted to him. Gross. <laughs> oh, Captain. I was picturing that. Um, I don't know. Actually, that's a good, like, to, like Christopher Plummer, like, Today. 15 years oh. ago. Okay, cocktail. What's a cocktail? I'm just going to say, like, the <laughs> biggest glass of whiskey you can handle. Because you need it for Tim this book. and I agree on this one. Bloody Mary with a big old Crab claw in Crab it. claw in there. Oh, and maybe, yes. like, an oyster on top. Yeah. No, wait. Okay, well, before I started recording, Megan said, what did you say? Just, like, a shot of oyster soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My cocktail for this would just be crab bisque. Yeah. Like, the mom makes crab bisque Honestly, in, like, the first scene. Honestly, this is what we need to do, though. We need to put the crab on top of another crab, because they talk about crab sex a hell of a lot. Oh, they're like, like, immediately. First couple like, pages are like, this always, is like when crabs are, like, Always talking about crab you, shedding. You can tell when crabs are ready eggs, to do it. Yep. You got to feel bad for the man crabs Woo! to never get okay. to do it. Signing off. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Book Club. I'm Sarah Butler. I'm Megan Masick. I'm Tana Kimmerling. 
And Cheers! Happy reading. Cheers! Cheers! Yay! Music for this podcast is by John Bartman. Learn more at johnbartman.com. And if you want to get in on the fun, tune into our next episode where we'll be discussing The Strange Power, Volume 1 of the Dark Visions Trilogy by L.J. Smith. This is the same woman that wrote Vampire Diaries, so buckle in. It's basically supernatural real world. Sounds good. All right. Can't wait. Bye.